The following is a conversation with KBEK's Rockin' Robin Riley with Bram Superintendent Ken Gagner right here on Q Media's On Demand. Ken, thanks for driving. I know there's a little bit, you know, a little snowfall in this morning. Takes a little longer to get here. Thank you for coming in, and as always, I appreciate it. There is snow, and good morning, but it is beautiful. It, it puts you in the Christmas spirit today. If, if Between Elvis and the snow, we're all, we've got it covered for Tuesday today. Right? Absolutely, and it's the first day of winter. That's right, shortest day of the year, about eight hours and 46 minutes, something like that, and then we'll start gaining our daylight again. Yes. Thank goodness for that. I love the first day of winter. Not, I don't look forward to the first day of winter, but you're always glad it's here because of what you said. We, we have now hit the shortest day. Yep, now we can start. It's all just better, better, better. When I, when I was uh, teaching fifth grade, which I did for 24 years, we always celebrated the first day of winter. and I we did our We idea. did our seasons... Uh, lesson because uh, nobody has any idea what causes a season so yeah we might yeah <laughs> it's always might've, fun e- exactly well of course ken uh, representing uh, brigham school so many good things and i i know we have to do all the important stuff the school board stuff but real quick i want to thank you for hooking me up with luke becker the outstanding teacher that you have that has done amazing things with his students to the point of national recognition and i had an interview with him last week so thank you for making that hook up for me yeah and and thanks for bringing that up we are we are really fortunate at at bram um you know what what most people i think would consider a small school sure uh you know to have someone like luke uh teaching and um this last uh i'm not sure when they announced that award whether it's probably two three weeks ago or something but uh the press and the attention you know that's brought to our school has been really uh kind of a neat thing and the the one that i i especially enjoyed uh, our senator amy klobuchar uh zoomed in from washington dc and did a live uh, 30 minutes and the fun part of that is she did it during a class and so our kids um i think three three of our students uh you know got to to speak directly to her and that was covered by our our news stations you know and, and sure. to get to get the kids involved because you know and, and luke even says this you know it, it is all about our students and about opportunities and uh he's just come up with some some pretty neat ideas that the kids have uh, well and and our, our kids as well um and what i like about it and i don't you know everybody went to school right so you think back you know what do you remember from school and, mm-hmm. and anytime you can get what i what i term as purposeful learning you know, where you're not just, you know, reading a lesson out of a book, but actually doing something that maybe is going to have an impact somewhere, right? Uh, it, it just makes the learning deeper. It's something you're going to remember. And I think it, as all of us look back to our school years and, and you can, what do you remember? Well, you usually remember, you know, that special teacher. Mm-hmm. Uh, otherwise, it was something maybe that, that you were involved with, whatever it was. Mm-hmm. And I think... In some ways, and, and we're getting, we, I digress, but <laughs> like, you know, people always talk about facts, uh, which many of us remember as home ec. Sure. You know, when you, and. Or that, shop, cl- shop class Or too. shop class. That gets yep. brought up. Usually, you know, when you start talking cuts or what are we going to add, people want that. You know, they, they don't want English or math or science. Mm-hmm. Uh, bring back home ec, you know. And well, and I think because it touches a lot of us, we cook. Right, right. We, we might do Every some day. basic, yep. uh, you know, mechanical work, or whether it's woodwork or your car or something. So that 
it, it connects to people uh, mm-hmm. no matter how long they've been out of school. So that, that's what's neat about Career and Tech Ed is, you know, a lot of that is stuff that, that you're going to use in life. Absolutely. And it was just, if you get a chance, if you're wondering kind of what we're talking about, uh, Luke is just an amazing teacher and he's done some cool things and you can hear the interview if you want. Just go to kbk.com and then go to our community tab and the interview is there. He has come up with, and the, the kids, they've come up with this high mileage car. It can go forever and ever on just hardly any fuel. It's amazing. And then they've done a bunch of other things as well. And it's just an incredible, it's, it really is for a school of your size, any size. I mean, they've done things that MIT is recognized. Colleges are going, how are these kids coming up with these ideas? NASA is using uh, ideas for washing machines. I mean, it's, it's amazing. It really is. And, and, you know, I've lived in Minnesota my entire life, and, and the program's called Super Mileage. Exactly. And, and this is year seven in Bram. I'll be honest. I came to Bram, and someone mentioned Super Mileage, and I looked at him, and I said, what are you talking about? <laughs> so it's neat that, you know, to, to get that idea out there, and there's very few schools in Minnesota that are doing that. And, and for the public, if you're not familiar with Super Mileage, basically students design a car that runs on uh, – alternative fuels or, or could be electric, whatever, and you're trying to get the most miles per gallon. And so um, I know it's, you know, with with, with the cars that, that Mr. Becker and the students are building, you know, it's anywhere in that 300 to 400 miles per gallon. Uh, and then they, they race these things and <laughs> colleges are involved and, and high schools and uh, Minnesota has a handful of schools that do very well at this. It's kind of a little niche. Um, and I think this year, I think Indianapolis is where yes. the competition. Uh, yep, Luke and they're going and they're going to have fun, a fundraiser coming up. And I talked to him about this will be in 2022. They always do something with plants and whatever. They have mm-hmm. different ways yep. to fundraise. Yep. And I told him, let's make sure that we know about it as a station, so we can help you guys get as much word out as possible and help support this great thing that you guys are doing. Because they'll need money to make this trek to Indianapolis. Absolutely. And, and and that's another project, you know, that Luke got going was our greenhouse. Mm-hmm. Uh, and not that that's novel or anything, but it is kind of neat to have your own greenhouse. You know, the kids can start that from that, that tiny little seed uh, and see the results. And then we have greenhouse sales. Mm-hmm. Uh, so you just kind of wrap the whole the whole part, uh, you know, there's lots of different components there that you can use, again, for purposeful learning because, you know, at some point, hey, you can't have a garden or uh, what a know, great plants thing to in learn. your house, whatever. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, so, yeah, a lot of good stuff. And, and again, that's Luke Becker. He's our Career and Tech Ed teacher and uh, National uh, Career and Tech Ed Teacher of the Year. So Yeah, he's had a lot a lot of recognition this year and the kids as well in Bram School District. You guys are doing an awesome yep, job. Yep. Good stuff to talk about. A lot more fun than COVID, right? A lot more fun than COVID. But let's, only because I, I mean, I could sit and talk to you. You know, you and I could talk for like an hour so easily because we have so much <laughs> to talk about. But let's touch on the school board meeting last night. How did that come out? What, what are the update there? Thank you. Yep. And again, our school board, uh, typically the third Monday of each month. And again, I, I just want to make sure public knows you're invited uh you know in, in bram i think we're the second largest employer and um you know fairly good sized budget that's where most of your tax dollars are going so show up at your school board meetings wherever wherever you live uh last night was the truth and taxation and that nobody you know it's funny i think again year seven i think i've had a total of one person over seven years actually come and ask about their taxes but basically this is an opportunity for the public to uh, because we can tax the public, uh, the school districts, and you can ask about how that's going. 
Um, Bram, we are um, raising rates a little bit, about 2%. And I always look and I say, hey, um, you know, costs go up each year and, and we still got to run the school buses and pay the employees and pay the electricity. And so we try to keep it manageable um, and yet stay ahead of the game because we don't want to, you know, fall way behind where we have to do something uh, really, really big. So it's about 2%. And that may or may not be reflected on your taxes because if the value of your home went up significantly, of course, your taxes are going to go up more. But if there's more you know, like in Bram, we've had increased homes being built. That spreads it out. So even though we raised 2%, taxes might actually trickle down a little bit just because there's more people to help pay for them. So we did the truth and taxation meeting. Uh, we always recognize our donations. You know, you talk about raising funds. Um, last night, we had over $30,000 um, that was wow. donated to the district this this last month. And I want to highlight a couple of groups, although there were several more, but BAC, which is the Bram Area Committee for Kids, um, donated $28,000. Wow. Um, okay. And that just just a really good group. And they've been helped out a little bit now because in, in they have pull tabs in the pizza pub. Oh, that Bram. does help. Absolutely. And I tell you, uh, people <laughs> love their pull tabs. So if you're one of those people pizza. buying pull tabs, thank you. Uh, your money is, uh, we have a brand new playground that it helps support, plus um, uh, the ability to, to view games, now high school games, uh, for free. Uh, that takes some equipment, and I know uh, p part of that money is going into for some of those cameras and to provide that. Also, the Grandy Lions are all, always big big uh, supporters of our district. And then the Moose Lodge is another group. So if you frequent any of those businesses, you know, I want to say thank you. Um, I think it's all pull tab related, mm -hmm. but, but that um, hopefully you're enjoying yourself and not, not going in the hole. Uh, <laughs> and that money does go out and support the community and the kids. And, and so that's pretty neat. Sure. And then in January, just every school district in Minnesota actually has two meetings. They have an organizational meeting, which is um, early in January, ours is the first Monday, January 3rd, and then we'll have our second meeting January 24th uh, because the third Monday is Martin Luther King Day. So. Okay, good to know there. How about, well, we have just a little more time here, Ken. I never mean to cut you off, but just to make sure we get as much in as we can. Um, the bond referendum, can you talk about that? Yeah, and I, I appreciate that. And we've talked about this a lot, but you never know who's listening uh, what day. And this is really, really a big, big thing in, in Bram and a very important thing. So... Um, we are going out for a bond. Um, so on February 8th will be an election day if you live in the Bram Area School District. So again, you got to live in the Bram Area School District. February 8th, the polls will be open down at City Hall from 8 a.m. to 8 p.m. However, you can vote early starting December 28th. You can stop up at the district office any day of the week from 7 to 3.30 and vote. So the the board is looking at about $11 million worth of work. And this is on the infrastructure of the school district. So we're looking at HVAC, that's your heating and ventilation and, and cooling. Um, a lot about the air quality in the buildings. And we have two buildings, one was built in 66, one was built in 73, and they're just showing their age. You know, if you think about your own home, you know, whether it's, you know, 30, 40, 50 years old, there's things that start to just fail. Their useful life is over. And so that's what this bond is about entirely. It's about looking at our, like I said, our HVAC, getting the air quality where it needs to be. Um, 
our boilers, our heating system. So you, if you think about your furnaces, we have very inefficient systems. We got a boilers that in the one building is over 50 years old. Um, and we want to convert those to hot water. They'll be much more efficient and much easier to control. We've got parking lots that are failing uh, and, and just need to be repaired. Uh, we have traffic flow. Again, we've talked about this in our elementary building. That was built in 1966. We didn't have parents driving to school and dropping their kids off. And now I bet at least 40% of our parents bring their kids to school. Plus, back in 66, we didn't have three and four and five-year-olds coming to school every day. Uh, and we have that now. And so we just need to redesign the traffic flow. Um, so we're looking at doing that. We've got to upgrade our electrical systems. If you think about the electrical needs from the 60s and 70s compared to today, uh, it's quite a bit different. We got to look at the, the bricks, the structure. Uh, um, just we need some work there and tuck pointing and, and control joints and, and that type of thing. So it's basically our goal is let's invest right now with the idea that these buildings can be useful and serve kids and serve the community another 30 to 40 years. And the best part about this whole thing is we can do it now for tax neutral. Because again, when you hear you know $10.9 million, you're thinking who's paying for it? Well, we can do that now tax neutral. So taxes will not go up if this thing passes. And you say, well, you know, how is that even possible? Well, the reason it is is because the last time we did major work was 1994. And if you think 2024, that's 20 years, that, that debt will be paid off. And so basically we'll reinvest in our buildings uh, and the debt would remain exactly where it is now. So your taxes would remain neutral, but we will be able to put in all that work. Again, trying to extend the life of these buildings out for that 30 to 40 years uh, when we can, you know, we're going to have to look and decide what are we going to do then. Okay. And you and I will be able to talk about this again in January too, just as a gentle reminder for that February bond referendum. And I want to give you one more shot here. I hate to wrap things up, but what's one more thing you want to touch on today, dear? Yep. Just, um, just thanking the public. Uh, you know, it's been a, um, I'm sure, you, you know, with COVID, I, I, I do want to bring that up. It, yep. You know, we've had, uh, it's tough when your kids got to, got to stay home and sometimes you know if they get COVID obviously they're uh, even though it might be like a cold for some of our kids you know they're out of school for for a week or or two um, but but we have been able to keep the doors open and most schools in Minnesota have and I think the public appreciates that so we're grateful for that and then of course it's obviously the holiday season so we have one more day uh, in Bram uh, we have school tomorrow, and then the kids will be off for the rest of this week and then all of next week, and and we'll welcome everybody back uh, January 3rd. Uh, and th for those who enjoy activities, uh, the girls' basketball team is uh, home tonight uh, in Bram, and then the boys head up to Cromwell tomorrow. Uh, our wrestling team does not play again until um, into January sometime. Uh, they have a Saturday, I think it's the 8th or somewhere in that weekend, but it's it's been a good good fall. It's already uh, four months. It's hard, it's to, hard believe. to believe yeah. uh, that it's zipping right along, and um, we're just uh, uh, it's been a good year. Absolutely, and Ken, I can't thank you enough that you make the effort. You come up here and see me every month. I look forward to 2022. Ken's the kind of guy, he's let me know, because, you know, sometimes the Tuesday that we get together that falls on a funky day or something, and he looks ahead in his calendar, and he really thinks it through, and I, 
just so appreciate that, that you take the time and make this, I'm not going to say a priority, but make sure it gets done so we can pass that information along. You're doing a great job there, bud. You need to hear that. Well, thank you. It's it's always fun to come up and, and visit. And like I said, that, it's the fastest 20 minutes of my week. <laughs> <laughs> if everything would go this quick, right? That's how I feel too. The time just flies and there's so much more we could touch on, but we will make up for it in January. We'll get everybody cut up, caught up for 2022. Merry Christmas, Ken, and Happy New Year. Thank you. You too. We appreciate it. You've been listening to a Q Media Group production.